0: So um, today there's I actually have like Microphones out there There's one over there You can always come back here You're so personable Jonathan It's just lovely Thanks. And um So Yeah When you get to the So the fuck your baby Is very funny But there's gotta be Something after that To soften it Like there's Fuck your baby is great But it's just missing You've set yourself up For the punchline That just isn't there next uh-huh. I don't know what it is But It's It's really funny Cause you're just like because really, I got that whole thing. It's like, why do you have to get up? Because you're the guy? Is it because, like, who are the... And I don't think that you need more explanation of what the people on the bus look like. They're just being dicks, and they're like, it's your job to give up your seat. And I get that. And then I, and then fuck your baby. There's got to be something like, 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 you're a bad parent or something. Or like, you yeah. know, I don't know. I don't know what it is.
1: It's got
0: to be funnier. <laughs> well, no, there's just a punchline. It's a great, it's, it's a great premise. It's a great... It has punchlines in it. It just needs that last one, cause it, I, I just you can't. I mean, you, I guess you can try to sell fuck your baby as the as the big punch. I don't know. what Other people might think about that. And then um, you wanted tags for that bus joke, huh? Like things that you would bring on the camping that you would bring on a bus, like granola or like some sort of like all, yeah, or um, like oatmeal or something like you. you I don't know. You get the hot water thermos and make oak. I don't know what you take when you're camping. Right, right. Poison oak. That's what you get when you go camping. A knife. Ooh, a knife, like a, a Leatherman. A machete. I don't know. Um, other, other, other idea, anything? You guys can get a microphone and comment, or you can just clap. It's up to you. Oh, you got to find a microphone. There's, you got to find a microphone. There you go.
2: Hey, I was gonna say if if you wanted to do something about the baby in the seat, you could uh, take a Rosa Parks angle. I always think it's funny when like people who aren't black you pull the like Rosa pa- like I got a friend like my this she's a white woman I'm always telling her to do a Nelson Mandela impersonation. <laughs> and you don't even have to like you could just say like I'm by, like I'm Rosa Parks in this bitch like. You know, I just think that's just like a funny thing. Okay, cool.
3: Rosa Parks. All right, uh, good good stuff. I had uh, two suggestions on the, um, when your dad's watching the TV, uh, I think you lost the punch because half of us thought it was a punchline and half you, you trailed into the next line. You should like be sharper with it. It's like never have kids, bang. Um, so it's clear because I think half of us are waiting for the "you'll regret it," which didn't add much. So just make it end sharper. And yeah, on the bus thing, um, yeah, after fuck that baby. Like I would pick around, uh, pick on some other someone else in the bus. Like find some athletic guy. Like why can't you take one for the team if you're looking all buff there? You know, I'm I'm tired. Or something like that.
0: Other oh, comes all right. Clap your hands wildly in a slappy like motion for Jonathan Ortiz. Hooray! Yeah, so just so we know, for whatever reason, that one microphone that looks like it's conveniently in the center for everyone to use doesn't work. So, But all the other ones do. Uh, your next comedian, put your hands together. Everybody for Ian Levy, yay!
4: Hello. Okay. Um, I, uh, I recently uh, saw a man... Accuse another man of uh, mansplaining, Uh, and I said, "I'm pretty sure that's just explaining." At that point, which then he said, "Are you mansplaining, mansplaining to me?" Uh, At which point, all three of us got legally married. It was the only, (laughs) only way out of that situation. It was my original punchline for that was, uh, "We all sucked each other's dicks," but that, that was more progressive to change it to marriage, and the. Vigorous oral sex would just be implied. So, <laughs> so dumb. Um, I think uh, they say that uh, you either die the hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain, uh, which I think is the single greatest quote to ever come out of a Batman movie. Uh, though the competition isn't that steep, considering the next most famous quote is "I'm Batman." Uh, <laughs> But I, I do, I think that's true. I think there's there's truth there. Like I, I saw something kind of amazing happen the other day. Uh, I was in a cafe uh, and this guy came in um, who you could tell he was kind of lonely by the way he was trying to strike up conversation with everyone in the cafe because he had his phone out and he just kept going like, technology, <laughs> technology, you know, and no one was biting, you know, people were like turning up the volume on their headphones and stuff, you know, no one was looking. And he finally got up to the front of the line, uh, and the barista was like, "Oh, what would you like?" And he said, "I'll take a hot chocolate." Uh, then she's like, "Okay, uh, would you like anything else?" And he kind of leaned in and went, "Yeah, you got any uh, world peace?" And, you know, it's not a very good joke, but something about I think just that he was so desperate to strike up a conversation to connect with someone else. Uh, that the barista started laughing, and then everyone in the cafe was laughing. You know, we were all like laughing together. We shared this kind of little moment. This guy suddenly he was gone from being lonely to being, you know, the the person he wanted to be. And uh, the barista then said, "Okay, you got a you got a name for your order?" And he said, "Yeah, people tend to just call me a rebel." Uh, again, huge laugh. Okay, this guy's crushing. It's like he's on Johnny Carson or something. He's, he's just full swing. Uh, everyone's laughing. I saw a guy take his headphones out, you know, because he was watching the guy. And we're all we're all sharing this beautiful moment again. And then this is where things kind of took a turn for the, you know, like Icarus. You know, he he was soaring high and he wanted to see how high he could fly. And he just went he went for one too many joke, you know, because who knows even what he meant by this. But the barista was like, OK, Mr. Rebel, uh, would you like uh, anything else? And he said, yeah, you got a, a small child. Uh, and we canceled that man in real time, okay? I saw someone put their headphones back in, like, oh no, we're done. And he felt the shame. He felt, you know, all he wanted was our love and approval, and we just turned him away. And immediately, he didn't even wait for his hot chocolate. He just started to walk out the door, you know, and just leave. And and at that point, you know, I realized there was a a choice to be made, because it's it's the kind of world where you can either just shut people down, you know, or, because all he was trying to do was connect with us. And we, we could have just rejected him uh, uh, you know, for that, that one mistake he made, or, or we could take a stand. you know. We, we could not let him be the villain. He could still be the hero. So I decided to make that stand. you know? And then I stood up and I said to the barista, I will take a small child. <laughs> and then next to me, a woman stood up and said, no, I will take a small child. And then I said, "You saw a man pull out his headphones, go, no, I will, ta-. and we all started demanding a small child. <laughs> And the barista uh, asked us to leave. You're not allowed to do that, it turns out. Okay. But that man left with his dignity. Okay, that's been all my time. I am Ian Levy. Yay.
0: Ian Levy, everyone. Yay. You're a genius. That was amazing. Um, canceled real time is a new thing I just heard you say that I hadn't heard you say before, and I like that. But, I mean, that's... You heard the laughs. You're amazing. Um, are, there, are there other comments? You can say nice things. We can just, we'll just give the time back to the room then because he's perfect. Oh, no. Oh, he's gonna we have a comment. No,
3: no, no, no It was all very good. I think one thing you could add to the uh, Coffee story is get more of a sense of place to it. Is it like more of a nowheresville? Okay. Like like it would make him more like heroic in this desperate place and then he blows it all in a small town We're probably
5: going to know stuff.
4: That's yeah, that's fair. Oh, okay. yeah.
5: I just want to say it also sounds a lot like the life of a comic. The whole joke the whole thing so mm-hmm. i don't
4: know i mean it's meta but i i like that too so yeah i just want to say it's good yeah I, I caught up to the guy later you should hear his opinions on transgender people so <laughs> no no that's no that's a joke that's uh no
0: <laughs> you're amazing clap your hands together everybody for ian Yes. Really all right uh, in other news, his actually the first set that Ian ever did was here at Mutiny Radio. So, yay, like five years ago or whatever. And now he holds to the punchline and he's passed. And isn't that is incredible? Ass. And this is his, like, he's never coming back. It's like, fuck you, Pam. Uh, your next comedian. I know, I'll know that he likes me when they say, because they say mean things to each other. Like, they'll get up on the thing, go like, uh, you should quit. <laughs> That's, like, the nicest thing he can say to you. Uh, put your hands together for your next comedian, everybody. Dan Lewis, yay!
2: Yeah, intangible. Bet you didn't think, so I command you to panoramic view. Look, I'll make it-
6: Thanks, guys. Thank you. Um... Uh, so a lot of you hear a lot of people complaining about online dating. They seem to not like it, but I think what they don't like is dating because it's not like it was that easy before. I'm forty six years old. I used to have to just walk up to somebody, start a conversation. These people who complain they've never had somebody swipe left on them in person. Out of my way, loser. I got that a lot. I don't know. That's how people don't they don't want to admit to a like meeting on Tinder. I had an ex-girlfriend who was like, let's not tell people we met on Tinder. Let's tell them we met through friends. I wonder if every dating advancement has been like this, you know? It's like, okay, let's not, let's not say we met through friends. Let's say that uh, your parents arranged this and purchased me. Is that, because I'd, I'd be embarrassed. I don't know. i uh, am never much of a porn guy, uh, but I did check back in recently. And it's nice, uh, nice to see families getting along for once. <laughs> it's good. Okay, that's not, that was not my experience. If my stepmom tried to talk to me like that, fuck me harder, I'd be like, no way, you're not my real mom. (laughs) Come on. It's another thing that people don't understand what it was like before, you know, like porn, porn is not valued the same way it was when I, it was like actual currency when I was younger. Like you'd find a little scrap of porn in the woods, and that was like finding a little bit nugget of gold. It meant that there was probably larger porn nearby. (laughs) Just take a claim. Feels like an old prospector. Ah, stay away from my claim. I don't know, something there. <laughs> uh, you are meet people that don't like dogs? They're like, eh, I don't like dogs. It's a weird thing to not like dogs. These things have been bred to like us and for us to like them. They've been bred specifically for that reason. What kind of animal do you need for, for you to like it? What do you need us to do? Face of a koala, wings of an eagle... The tail that can grab onto things. That's an animal I can get behind. (laughs) It's weird what we've done to dogs, too. It's like uh, like reverse eugenics. We've made them worse on purpose. (laughs) At least with eugenics, we were trying to make people better. I'll say that for eugenics. With dogs, it's like, yeah, hair in front of its eyes, can't fucking breathe, hip dysplasia, short little legs, perfect. What else we got? I heard that trans surgery is like five times more expensive for going male to female. Sorry, I'm going to start that. I think it's five times more expensive to go from female to male than it is to go from male to female for bottom surgery. And that seems unfair, but it's not clear who it's unfair to, women or men. It was unfair, 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 fair at one moment. I don't know. There's something, an idea there. Anyway, what else? Uh, (laughs) Had a banh mi sandwich earlier today. You guys like the banh mi sandwich? Love that. On the French roll. National sandwich of Vietnam. The most interesting thing about that, though, is that they kept the French roll. After everything that France did to that country, that's how good French bread is. They had a guerrilla war for independence. A ten-year war. Being like, get the hell out of our country. Stay out. We wish you never came here. We have our own culture here. Leave the baguettes. Those are a pate. That's nice. Yeah. What else? I had two that go together here, and they're not gonna. There's not enough time for that. So, anyway, I'll just stop now and forever hold my peace. Thank you.
0: Yay, Dan Lewis, everyone. I'm sorry I honked you crappily. You didn't. I, oh, I I honked you at a weird time, and I felt guilty about that. Yeah. Um. I really like how you had a mix of super new stuff that I've never heard before and things that are tried and true and you got really good laughs and that was really great. It was really good balance. That whole arranged purchase thing, I've never heard that before and I think that's very funny. Oh, um,
6: figure out that.
0: And um, larger porn nearby, that, wow, I'd never heard that before either. That was funny. And um, the only thing I could think of was, and it's stupid because it's a, it's a, in reference, you said larger porn nearby and talking about land like huge tracts of land it's just an old Monty Python joke. Oh, one. right.
6: Yeah, I know that one. Um, she had a huge, yeah, right.
0: And I miss them. I know that you were, I honked you shittily and you didn't do your mouth so- sound. I like that when you do the pate, you go, you know that tasty pate? I like that part. So don't don't forget to practice that part because it's one of my favorite parts of the joke. Someone else?
4: I like the I like the dog thing, the the reverse eugenics. I think that's good. I think there might be something funnier you could say as like a definitive punchline. Instead of just saying perfect, when you, because you, you list off all the things, yeah, and you're yeah, like ah, the master race, or I don't know, you know oh, uh, yeah, yeah,
6: yeah. That's yeah. That's, that's, we have yeah, we have made the perfect, yeah, uh, something like that, yeah, and
4: that. uh, you know, it's just a, a an old comedy trick. If you ever talk about eugenics, uh, do it with a German accent, you know, try that. It's uh, yeah, a good trick. Uh, <laughs> it, it adds a little spice, a little flavor to it. Adds it, a little, so, uh, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Chena> <laughs> Cassatt, yeah, yeah. But it might be fun, but sure, it sure. might also bomb horribly. <laughs>
6: that could be said of everything.
4: Yeah, yeah. Well, Thanks. mostly your stuff yeah <laughs>
3: uh one last suggestion on the uh, on the claim thing just come up with this, something specific like you, you know stay away from my hustler or my penthouse right. or maybe uh, even something more obscure or yeah because you just I've got from the edge toys. of the
6: barn to the over the blah 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 yeah yeah yeah, right? just, okay. yeah
3: find something to make it more uh that tangible. was brand new first
5: try on that one yeah um when making Please. transgender humor you should make sure that it really s- well i mean that it really I works the last second. um because the thing is, like, as a straight white man standing up there talking about transgender things, you're you're running a really fine line there. So these either have to Definitely. really slap right off, or not do it. Because yeah, yeah, that's all I'm saying.
6: Thank you. Yeah, that's, I missed that one. Thank yeah. you. Yes, absolutely. Put your a hands together, words. everybody, Thanks, guys.
0: for Dan Lewis! Yay! Dan Yay! Incidentally, I read a really awesome article about the Dave Chappelle thing by Natasha Muse, so it's kind of flying around the internet, so check it out if you're interested. She, she has a really interesting take on it, so and I enjoyed that very much. Um, to- that was totally non sequitur. Your next comedian, oh, he's just such a dream and just a doll, and what a little love bug. Put your hands together, everybody, for Josh Kotsky. yay!
7: You need to start being meaner to me when I come up, pan. you gotta make them hate me. I have to wear this badge to work, uh, which sucks when you have to take a dump because everyone else knows your full ID and GPN number. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm trying to figure out what to get my girlfriend for the holidays. Uh, you know, do I get her a nose ring, earrings, a finger ring? You know, it it just depends on <laughs> just depends on how much commitment I want to give. <laughs> Uh, I'm just not even gonna try to remember this. Shit. <laughs> um, do do do. Where am I going? Oh yeah, so uh, I think I'm gonna go with the toe ring because you know I I wanna I wanna get engaged to the little piggy that went to market. I <laughs> I don't know. Gives gives tell people what like they tell them what you think. I'm fuck. I'm really not remembering things today. We're gonna go for it. All right. Uh, do, 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 do. I think jewelry stores know that there's something ingrained in all of us. That's like you buy jewelry for the person you love. It's like animals do it. Like there's those penguins who like fuck whoever, whoever gives them the shiniest pebble. And you should look it up. It's awesome. Uh, <laughs> but I think they know that. So they're going for the rest of the market. They're going for the people that absolutely hate each other. And you can see it in the, in the jewelry store commercials that are coming out, like the Shanko commercial that came out when uh, this holiday season, uh, get her a diamond that will leave her speechless. It's like, yeah. It's like they're, you could basically sub in diamond for muzzle, muzzle for diamond, for any jewelry store thing. It's like, you save her mouthing off when you come home at 4 a.m., buy her a muzzle that'll leave her speechless. <laughs> and i say her because jewelry stores they don't advertise to women to buy for men It's to everyone wants diamonds okay i want diamonds but every time i ask for de beers i get a six pack <laughs>
1: uh
7: yeah And uh, like and each 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 commercial is the same you know it's always like guy gives girl a diamond girl smiles and doesn't say anything you know there's no commercials it's no commercials where it's like she gets her tennis bracelet. She's like, oh my god, this is the best bracelet ever. It actually reminds me of of my Aunt Susan. You, you remember Aunt Susan? No, it, like yeah, the one that her her boyfriend John. No, Jim. No, it was John. The one that he got in my No, it's it's always just like no it's no talking after that, right? It, there's a reason it's not every conversation begins with K. <laughs> the timing is horrible. I'm gonna skip this shit. Um, I, I'm glad that Star Wars isn't a real thing, like, you know, because Star Wars if you really think about it, it's a bunch of monks, and it's like the more religious you are, the more powerful you are, which would be terrifying in San Francisco, because <laughs> you just be walking to like 16th and Mission, they'd be like, uh, do you want to buy Shen Yun tickets? No, 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 I'm good. You will buy Shen Yun tickets. <laughs> uh, I'm glad protesters don't have that, uh, especially the the circumcision protesters. That would be that would be rough. The people in like the white lab coats and the red blotches who are like, I don't know, telling everyone how much they love baby dick. It of all the things you could protest, it's like we want world peace, we want climate change, we love baby dick. Uh, I feel like there's better uses. Fear time. All right. Baby penis is how I'm going to end my set. All right. No, no, no. Yay, he's so brave, Josh Kosky.
0: Oh, I, I used to touch baby dicks for money, but that's because I was a nanny. Um, I feel like you missed the low-hanging fruit on the rings with cock ring or nipple ring. Yeah. There's, I mean, maybe it's hack. I mean, obviously, I was like, I was like you missed that cock ring. i was
7: just like half that bit. i just like... <laughs>
0: Well, it's great because it's new, and I really like it, and I think it's topical. And also, everyone's always going to be getting married, and audiences, like, in front of comedians, obviously, it's hard because none of us are ever going to get married. Uh, Or or what, I mean, except for you. Your life is all ahead of you, and isn't that wonderful and gorgeous that you haven't destroyed every relationship yet? But... (laughs) I feel like that wedding stuff is really good for real audiences of normal people because they're going to like be all, oh, yeah, they're getting the ring and all that stuff. And it's cute. The De Beers joke is darling. And um, the only thing is when you, when you say every kiss begins with K, you're talking about ketamine, right? Uh. Or you could say every kiss begins with K. and You're like, ketamine. I mean? It's just, it's a cute little. Th- That's what I thought. I was like, I perked up, and I was like, ooh, he sounds like a cool husband. Uh, there, I yeah, know you're not married yet. Are there other comments? Anybody? Comments? Do you just loved it? Everyone was loving. The, what did you think? Trying out his yeah, stuff. He's just clap your hands together, everybody. Josh Gottske,
1: yay!
0: Moving right along. Awesome. Your next comedian. Oh yeah, sweet. We've uh, we've got a rock block. we got a rock block of the the ladies and I'm excited. Put your hands together right now, everybody,
8: for Karen Braswell. All right. Ready for some lady topics? I've been on every diet there is um, and now I just don't care anymore they say that um the right diet is no diet at all like it should be a lifestyle and i'm all like sex drugs and rock and roll does that work and said um have you guys heard of the keto diet yeah okay okay i tried it once for two weeks that's where you eat no carbs at all and i didn't realize that a carrot has six carbs in it so those were off the list so It bonked so hard on this diet that I couldn't even go up a flight of stairs. And I just stood there and I was like, wait, just frozen Um, until somebody gave me some Halloween candy. And then um, I just switched right into Christmas cookies. And then after that was Easter candy. So um, they say, you should eat what's seasonal. (laughs) So that's working for me. Now I eat everything I want. I don't give a shit, Um, except for chips. Does anyone like that? No, okay, nobody likes chips. you like, okay, okay. Somebody likes chips, all right, we can team up. If the zombie apocalypse actually happens, we can go raid the vending machines together. You get the chips row, I'm taking the Kit Kats, okay? Deal, all right, good stuff, good stuff. Now that we've got that underway, uh, there's lots of bad diet advice out there on the internet, Um, especially social media. Instagram, it's like, ooh, just put turmeric on it. Like and follow for more intestinal
1: distress.
8: (laughs) And Facebook groups are all, okay, yeah, what you want to do is take a tub of low-fat Cool Whip, put a scoop of protein powder in there, and then shake out the contents of an ashtray for a tasty dessert. And Twitter is all, if you want to know what Ted Cruz eats, click here. It's tears of liberals, guys. I say all this because I went to the doctor recently, and she's like, Karen, your BMI is creeping up. I'm like, thanks. Jeez. Um, She's like, you should try working out. I'm like, I'm already in the gym five days a week. What else do you want me to do? Um, I have a body like a rotisserie chicken. Like, yes, it's a lot of skin and veins, um, but like like those GMO broilers, the breasts are padded. (laughs) And the only way we're really going to drop my BMI is to, like, amputate a drumstick. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor's like, oh, are you stressed? I'm like, well, yeah, bitch. Now you call me fat. <laughs> I'm a little stressed. She's like, well, have you tried meditation? I'm like, okay. Okay. I'll give it a try. Sit down. Get into a nice, relaxed posture. But sit up straight. Okay. Just breathe deeply. Inhale. Exhale, but not like that, you're breathing wrong. Okay, And um, close your eyes and just let the thoughts pass through. But what are you thinking about you left the stove on? Loser, you order DoorDash five days a week anyway. What are you thinking? So meditation didn't work. (laughs) Maybe I should try sleeping better. Um, I miss it when doctors would just give you pills to go to sleep. Getting ambient is hard these days. Instead, my doctor gave me a pamphlet on sleep hygiene. I'm like, no thanks, no thanks. You have to get on some federal registry now. Like, I'm on this um, registry of like the no fly off to dreamland list <laughs> or the night terrorist watch list <laughs> or something like that. And guys, my dealer is the pharmacist at CVS. Like, hey, can you help me get some Ambien? Like, you don't have to whisper. I'm like, where's the chamomile tea no all right i'll leave it there thanks karen
0: braswell everyone hey you know the first thing that was really great about that is that you had a theme that went through the entire it was all about like food and so you could you kept having a touchstone which was really great and all about the diets um that eat what's seasonal was fucking amazing that's a great punchline. Um, my brain went off in a thing because you said you keep the Kit Kats are probably not keto because they actually have flour in them. Choose a different so you can't have 100 grams because they have the rice although, yeah, because rice is carbs it has to be a candy bar that doesn't have, I'm sorry, I'm too thinking, but just if you're going to use, if you're going to use a specific, then be as specific as possible. The turmeric, another specific that's great, it's just funny because it's like a real world word like that. Um, I think that after tears of liberals, which is also very funny, you can even call back and say totally keto, uh, yeah. right? Uh. Um, and then uh, of course you're stressed. You, uh, of course I'm stressed. You just called me fat. Like you didn't even call me big boned. Like You just went straight for the... Um and like where are the pills to make you skinny? That would be doctors used to give out those too. And um the only other thing that popped into my head was the new diet might be DoorDash. Like that's your new diet you're on right now. Like I'm on a n I'm see, I'm on a new diet now, it's DoorDash. I just think it's another way to bring it back. But it's great. Your writing is lovely and you've got so many specifics and you're you're moving right along, you're doing great. Um other comments?
4: Um I would just say uh I th- I thought your writing was super good. Uh it was is I really like your uh, your word choice and stuff. Like just say rotisserie chicken is just fun to say. Uh it's true it's not, it's, uh um I I was wondering I guess this is more of a technical thing when you uh write do you recite your jokes word for word from the way you write them? It, this is new. Okay, yeah, yeah. It might it might just be because it, it it's all new, but I was just I w- I'd recommend maybe trying to like because some of it felt just a little like you were, but it's, it's probably just because it's all new, so it's not necessarily your fault. But it's um, it felt uh, like you were reciting words instead of actually talking to us. If that makes sense. So yeah. So I mean, sometimes it's I like if I'm if my jokes feel that way, I try to just do it off like bullet points, where I'll like the general idea and like the one line I want to say, and then and then that way it just naturally kind of becomes more conversational when you say it. But other than that, I thought it was super good. All your material was great.
1: Yeah.
4: Oh.
3: All right, uh, good stuff. Uh, just a couple of suggestions. One, you started with the lady stuff as your line. That would be if you have some other joke that's decidedly not that. That would be a great way to introduce your set. It's just like here's lady stuff, and then it's just like <laughs> drag racing. If I could do something crazy the thing, then you need another intro to the rest of your bit. But just it's a it's a nice way to just start with a swerve. And second, when you were like. Uh, uh, communicate with someone in the crowd, like, yo, you like chips and yeah, I like the crunchy things. And like, maybe when with the zombies, like, m- maybe you like NutriGrain or stuff, stuff that's like quiet food. Like, he's gonna get, you know, the zombie's gonna catch him because he's gonna make all that noise. So you can just turn it into a way you're trapping other people. So it's just right. To... Thank you. Clap your hands wildly, you. everybody, for Karen
0: Braswell. Hooray! Is Haley Rosenberg here? Okay Haley, it's a pleasure to meet you put your hands together for your next comedian keep being a great audience You guys are doing great everybody. It's Haley Rosenberg
9: Pam we've met (laughs) (laughs) I've also been here for an hour And I have very pink hair, so it'd be surprising if someone didn't remember me. I came an hour early to see the New York comedians. I actually just moved here from New York, which like confuses people because, thank you, very brave of me, I know. But it seems like everyone's moving to New York these days and they always ask me, like, why San Francisco? And I was like, New York's just like really hard and expensive. And like, I was just tired of living paycheck to paycheck, so I thought I'd come out here and try out like utter financial ruin. <laughs> Yeah, it's working out great. Uh, one thing I've noticed from San Francisco is the housing situation is fucked. I feel like if you have less than four roommates, you're automatically like San Francisco's most eligible bachelor. Like, I'm like, oh my God, I just have to sneak past Jared, Matt K, and Matt G. I am so down. I currently live with six 21 six, year old boys. <laughs> in a five bedroom house because my life is going exactly how I hoped it would. One does live in a Harry Potter closet under the stairs and he gets laid exponentially more than me. It is actually like insulting at this point. (laughs) Like, I feel like at this time, like looking on my situation, I'm ready to just like renounce feminism if it means someone will buy me a house when I'm 30 Like I will activate housewife. The name of our house is Guy Heaven. And if you can't like picture it from my descriptions you should at least be able to smell it. (laughs) Um, When I tell my friends back home about my living situation they're always quick to like compare it to the show New Girl. New Girl being a show where a very sexy young lady lives with a bunch of very sexy young men and the kitchen is always clean. This is not like that. (laughs) So when people ask me if it's like that, I'm like, well, if the main character looked like a rocket pop and all of the guys were racing to grow porn stashes at the same time, I would say it's like pretty much the same thing. (laughs) Um, My mom has been listening to a lot of true crime podcasts lately. And I don't know how she hasn't run out of them yet because she listens to one every single day, which has made me realize that I don't know how many serial killers there are. Like, they don't teach you that in school. Because, like, I always thought that the ratio was, like, one serial killer to every, like, million normal people. But by the sheer amount of podcasts, it's more, like, one-to-one and we all have a secret. <laughs> um, which made me realize, like, am I going to get serial killed? <laughs> like, is that something I have to watch out for? Because I know, like, as a woman, statistically, I am going to be murdered. But, like... <laughs> But that's just such an embarrassing way to go. Like, I'm gonna be missing for weeks. Some hot blonde jogger is gonna go by. She's gonna see my dead puffy body, be like, ew, oh my god, so gross. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we get it. You're so skinny and I'm all bloated. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Before I I moved here I lived at home with my sister and she got attacked by a rabid fox on our property. So we called the health department who told us to call the police department. And the guy shows up in a car that says animal warden slash parking enforcement. (laughs) Which isn't really what we meant when we said defund the police. Because they got this guy working two jobs and i don't know which one he's qualified for because he's poking around the bushes like no weapon or anything i like offer him a umbrella for fox whacking and he's like no, no no it's okay i have my handgun and i'm like i don't think either of those jobs qualify you for handgun use and like i admire the like gall of a man whose mortal enemy is people who ran out of quarters thinking that he can just like whip out a gun, aim, and shoot an animal springing out of the bushes. But he starts to get defensive, he can't find the fox, and he's like, well, how do you even know the fox was rabid? And I'm like, dude, it was foaming at the mouth and attacked my sister in broad daylight. He's like, well, what was your sister wearing? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the fox is a really good guy, and he has his whole life ahead of him, so let's just like, Take a breath before we make any rash accusations. And I was like, you are so right. So we just sat down, we thought about it, and we wrote him a parking citation. And now the fox is graduating Harvard. <laughs> yeah.
0: Put your hands together, everybody, for Haley.
1: Yay.
0: Uh, you ran the light a little bit, but that's OK. Um, your personality is awesome. You're so laid back and confident, and you have great punchlines. The, the, the Smell It line was great with the guy heaven, and the sheer number of – you have a great way with language, the sheer number of podcasts, and the bloated punchline was great. I mean, I was so engaged that I forgot to look at the time, and Chad had to, like, nudge me and be like, you got to pay attention to the time. And then I was like, oh, but I was really engaged, so it was great. I don't, I don't, have, anything to, I don't have anything to say.
10: Is this one on? Yes. This one alright. You were amazing. Um like usually I have this uh peeve about people with their with uh, their notebooks on stage, but I did not have that peeve with you at all. You were so laid back, your energy was amazing with that. You know it's gonna be a character about you and like uh the thing with the Harry Potter, like this one thing I had to say is like you kinda look like Tonks with the uh hair. And um I forget exactly what you're gonna like, ne- what was the next punchline after um that with the Harry Potter? Uh <laughs> that that that's I was thinking about like because of that, like you, Tonks is able to, like you know, uh, change her own um, looks and stuff like that. So you can do so much stuff with that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. But overall, amazing job.
6: Uh yeah. No, I I liked a lot of those jokes. It was the one um, I was thinking about was the uh, the Netflix the serial killer the true crime serial killer stuff. I thought about it brought to mind the, I don't know if you know the old, the old Andy Warhol quote, but it's like, everyone eventually everyone will be, you said there would be a one-to-one ratio, so you'd say everyone will be a serial killer for 15 minutes, but I don't know if people know that everyone will be famous for 15 minutes, line, enough to get the thing, okay, that's, uh, I'm so I'm so fucking old. Uh, it's a known thing, right? Anyway, yeah, all right. <laughs> what was the other one? Shit, oh yeah, I was, uh, I, it seemed like maybe you'd say, uh, I thought you were going to say that, um, and San Francisco's warm enough to live no paycheck to no paycheck.
0: Uh-huh.
6: <laughs> uh, uh Anyway, I don't know, just a, it was just a random thought that popped in my head. Uh, shit, I have had something else too bad, I don't remember it, anyway. Hi, uh, just a couple of, um, like,
3: reordering things. Like, when you describe your roommate, the last word in the line has to be porn stashes. I mean, that was just so good, but you kind of trailed off after that. It's just like, if the, if the very last word is porn stashes, it will hit harder. <laughs> Well, you, you, you i think you—you you, you had a follow—you had, a follow, you had a follow-on phrase after that because you—you—you you, you trailed off into something. I think I recall. Um, I just, um, also when you can come back to that when you talk about your risk of being murdered, just like the six roommates alone. I mean, like you're running a lot of risk just with the roommates. It? Yeah, just adding that to it.
0: Yeah, and aren't people usually murdered by people that
4: know them? With mustaches. Wow. Just, yeah. uh, I, I thought it was all great. It was it was all super good. Um uh the I was just wondering, is the um the, the fox going to Harvard? Is that a reference to a specific person or is that just in general uh people going on to be successful? That was
9: yes. like people I
4: think it was a dude from Harvard, like Oh well no that's that's Stanford. So that, that I,
9: the, I have to I in Boston, so, boss in so like oh, God. At Harvard too, I remember. It
4: wasn't specific, oh. like, but it was basically like okay. 15 15 the, the 15 it might it might make it i don't think it really matters but uh if you want to make it a little bit more specific you could say like went to
11: the stanford swim team or something but but other than that it's like a great joke so don't yeah yeah but um yeah, I when you were figuring out when you were about to describe what you and the cop were gonna do with the fox, I was wondering if you were gonna m- make an animal pun, but I liked the fact that you just stuck with like a real world example. It just adds an extra smack to the punchline. So don't keep. Yeah, it maybe specify it, but don't don't try to get creative with it. Like that was good. Just, just do that. that. That was good. It was good. No, no, it was better. Like instead of some stupid animal pun, you like I like that was good. That was good.
9: That was I was in the bushes, I like, ran up into the house with my sister. I was like, this isn't the bit. This is mm-hmm. it.
12: This is it.
0: It's writing itself. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Haley. Yay! Alright, your next comedian is the last one for comments, and then it's just an open mic, and we do have room to get everybody in tonight, don't worry, because people have been really generous about giving time back to the room, and keep, do that one more time, pay attention to this comic, and take notes, put your hands together, everybody, for Brady Pearson!
5: Hey y'all, how you doing? What's going on? Yeah, you doing okay? It's raining outside finally again, right? As I always say, San Francisco needed this douching. (laughs) Um, Well, San Francisco is the only city in the world that I know that has a shit map. Did you just move here? You did, right? Oh, no, there's really, I'm not making this up. There's a shit map where they track all the shit. You know, like, literal shit. Pam, you know about this, don't you? Anyway. (laughs) It was a better joke in my head than it came out there. But Not everyone's a winner, and certainly not me, ladies and gentlemen. they had a great weekend, uh, it's been very thrilling. I was doing out what I do best. One of my friends here is like, are you gonna have more gay jokes tonight, Brady? Is that what you're gonna do? I said, well, I should stick with what I know best, so let's talk about cocksucking or something. <laughs> you know, I have these fantasies, you know, like, I love to cocks- suck cocks so much that I think of like, what if we had a dick Olympics? What kind of sports could we have, do you think, like, um, I was thinking about synchronized fisting. (laughs) And then um, there's the snowball relay. Do you know what that is, a snowball? Do you, anybody else? Yeah, okay. (laughs) So a snowball is when you run up to the dispenser. You know what I'm talking about? You you fill your mouth with it, and then you go and you pass it to the next person in the race. I call that Saturday night. Um, (laughs) These are the things I do, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I also wonder, like, in my fantasy world, like, what it would be like if I had talent or a job or something. So I think, like, I'm missing my true calling of being a marketing executive. And so I came up with some perfumes to address the American condition. The first one is called white woman and you have to say it just like that like white woman and the tag is always in front
1: <laughs>
5: and then for gentlemen cuz there's always a heterosexual companion to everything you have to have the it's called entitled it's how you feel
1: <laughs>
5: um had another joke there somewhere but it just seemed to have uh, oh yeah okay yes yes I do have another joke there okay so I always wonder, you know how many you know I've sucked so much cock how many miles of cock have I sucked doesn't make people uncomfortable with me talking about so much cock sucking does that bother y'all because I mean I can assure you I mean any one of you can be a cock sucker at any moment you too can have that um (laughs) And my my final fantasy of the evening, ladies and gentlemen, is I decided that I would rewrite Little Orphan Annie as Little Orphan Fanny. (laughs) And I thought I'd give you a bit. I've been working on it, so I just wrote a little bit of it for y'all. So here we go. Sun will come out tomorrow but he'll be a bottom and he'll swallow (laughs) all my cum He'll be gay but he won't be lonely I'll jizz on his chin, he'll grin and say tomorrow,
1: tomorrow,
5: I'll bottom tomorrow It's only a gay away. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Yay, Brady, hooray. I love that you do the gay away now every time, and I'm so happy. You stay up there, sweetheart. Yeah. Um, okay, everything was great. The only thing I can possibly think of is that when you start talking about, I love synchronized fisting, I feel like you need some more some more um, events and I have one for you because it goes with your mile, how many miles of dick have I sucked, right? So you could have a marathon of dick, right? And if it's 5,280 feet in a mile and you do your joke about from tip to taint, it's it's two passes is a a foot. And so it's his joke. It's his joke. It's his his other joke. It's his other joke he has that's amazing. And I'm saying you can put these two together Mm. and because if you have, 26 miles in a marathon times 5,280 feet. So you can actually do a big fucking number and be like, and I've sucked your mom's cock too. Or like your dad, (laughs) or whatever. Like something, but I feel like those, you know what to do with them. You mesh them together. But it was great.
10: Um, To start off, like every single time you sing that song, your singing has gotten better and better and better. And I just want to applaud you on that, dude. Like it's gotten better, dude. Like, Honestly, now I just listen to the song for itself. (laughs) All right? (laughs) (laughs) and then uh, secondly yeah yeah. Yeah, for the other things yeah but uh, also like uh, we're talking about the uh, gay Olympics stuff like that I think to throw like one event in there and that's completely like doesn't make any sense like a three-legged race Oh, that makes a lot of sense. A yeah.
0: three-legged <laughs> race. <laughs> a three-legged race.
10: <laughs> okay. that's good. You know?
5: Just
0: like I
10: mean, that's good, because
5: there is a three-legged race. It was called Friday Night.
1: <laughs> yeah, see,
10: exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
5: I was thinking
13: the four-by-four four inches.
0: Oh. oh. So it's of the four-by-four four relay,
13: yeah, the four-by-four yeah, four four inches. By yeah, no. the 4 hundred. Nobody wants four-by-four. I'm just it's four saying. It's it, the
5: okay.
10: alliteration work. I mean, at least
5: uh, not me. I think I need more than four-by-four. It's just personal preference.
10: Also, I'd love to hear talk about, like, a how does the metal system work
5: oh yeah you know okay. what i mean yeah, like yeah. who
10: gets gold oh. silver bronze and who are the like the people the countries who like never get medaled at all with it
5: okay i'm trying to think of who doesn't suck dick in this world but
10: well no it's not about like it's about well, the size of the dick, so like be, china
13: you know yeah okay thank you um I was thinking for the synchronized fisting. (laughs) I love uh, that people say that. (laughs) Made me think of like doing this on the podium would have a pretty different. Oh yeah. Different meaning. I
5: love that. Thank you. It's
13: very funny.
0: Anyone. All right, clap your hands together, everybody, for Brady Pearson. Guys. All right. Um, I just want to give a little quick shout out. Mark Neuer is listening. So, uh, Mark Neuer, he's listening far, far away in an undisclosed location. So, everybody say, Hi, Mark.
10: I love you, Mark. Hi,
0: Mark Neuer. We miss you. We love you so much. Willie Walnuts, yes. Our, our favorite little. But I kept forgetting to mention that he said he was listening tonight. And I said he should call in 415 511. But clap your hands again right now for Brady. Yay! <laughs> All right, so now it's just an open mic. We're gonna do four-minute sets. I'm super excited, and uh, for everyone, I'm gonna. Everyone will have time. I believe that everyone can get up. Um, and I have to look at the list and see who's next. Although maybe I'll just do. I'll just. You'll just bump you in from the. Li- uh, put your hands together, everybody, for your next comedian, Hunter Uniac. Yay!
2: Oh,
1: <laughs>
10: Yes, I have a horrible dad joke to start off by ending my set, you know? So it's this one, Um, what do you call the Native American ghost I just jabbed my finger with? Pocahontas. That, ladies and gentlemen, is how you bomb in front of a room full of comics. (laughs) All downhill from here, people. It's great though, it is. Um, I work for my dad, Uh, that's a thing. Uh, don't scratch your head. It's new fucking jokes. Um, (laughs) and then like, I work for my dad. Like, you know how weird it is when you're, when you have to call in sick to your own father, you know, like, you know how weird it is to call in sick to a man who has keys to your fucking apartment. All right. You either be fucking, you either, you either be fucking dead or your mom's getting divorced. Like that's the only thing that's happening. All right. This is too real for you people. Okay. (laughs) I guess we were all employed during fucking COVID. And it was all by my fucking father. It's weird though. It's, it's weird. It's, it's weird. Like, I, all right. I was, uh, I, don't, I don't fucking know how old I was. I drink. But um, <laughs> I, I, was, I was this many years old. All right. And um, like, uh, I, I got a gash on my forehead and um, uh, from work because we were like demoing some stuff. And um, I immediately called my mom and I was like, Mom, what's a workers' comp like? I did that to my father. All right, you guys understand, like, a guy, like, gashed my fucking head open. You guys are looking at me like, yeah, we're from San Francisco. We like that. We like that. Tell us, what's workers' cop like when your daddy's working? You know, it's a Christmas present, you fucks. All right. It is a fucking, like, I, I gashed my, fa- my head open. I called my mom immediately. I was like, Mom, I hurt myself. Uh, what, what, who, how, how do I call in sick? And my mom's like, uh, your father's going to call you a pussy. <laughs> All right. You're going to keep on working. Like, it's, It was fucking weird. All right like ever this is healthcare if your father's a boss don't tell your mother <laughs> sign a non-disclosure agreement also while you're signing that non-disclosure agreement this is my friend karen
1: <laughs>
10: and I'm going to fuck her and she's going to going to complain about it the entire time you see these looks in my eyes right now this happened people <laughs> it didn't. My mom's Karen. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! That made me. R- My mom is a Filipino Karen. Fuck! I was riffing. Holy shit! They say comedy's therapy, but that just made me fucking realize a lot of shit right now. All right. Your mom ever pull off hoop earrings while she's like yelling at you? That's a Karen. All right. My mother did the bitch. Please. Well, I said, like, you know what? You're not allowed to talk to me that way? That's a fucking... Ca- you know what? You guys need to get hit by your moms more. <laughs> you do. All right. I just found a new fucking premise. My mom's a Filipino Karen. We're going somewhere with that shit. It'll be great. It'll be great. Uh, mom? Well, Mark Noyer is listening. So, Mom? Um, I called Mark Noyer my mommy. You guys should have fucking appreciated that. All right. Sorry. Daddy? Um. Brady's gonna leave a gash in the back of my forehead and I'm gonna call for health support and his health support not gonna have anything but anyways Brady uh, I'll be outside and lonely that's my time
0: Hunter, that was lovely, and this is funny, I was listening today to an old joke workshop that you were on, Hunter, and you've forgotten this joke, but it was brilliant, and it was the taquerista, it was a taco person and a barista combined, do you remember this, yeah. yeah, and I listened to it, I was laughing so hard at that set, and it was from like last year in March or something, anyways, I just wanted to remind you of your taquerista joke, can I what? Oh, it's, it was on the night playlist. No, I, I'm sorry. That's too much work. Uh, your next... I mean, I love you, and I'm going to work for you, but I'm not going to work that hard. Your next comedian... Oh, I know who it is. Uh, he, had the, he had the really funny comment today about stop being creative. Put your hands together, everyone, for Kyle Morrissey! Yay!
11: I find Brady's whole act hard to believe. He gives terrible blowjobs. Um... <laughs> All right, I was supposed to go right after Brady. I'm doing the same riff, it wasn't supposed to be Hunter. All right, Um, I don't care if the context is different. Um, I'm getting skinny fat, which feels like a cruel joke because um, after spending my whole life getting told I look like a Holocaust survivor, (laughs) now I get told I look like a Holocaust survivor who stole the bread from all the people who died in the Holocaust, (laughs) which is offensive. I always thought I looked more like a guard. Um, come on, look at this jawline, man, just give me a break. Um, I mean, I I still have my health, my dick works, you know. I went through a phase where I thought my dick didn't work, but it turns out I just didn't want to have sex in the first place. which I didn't know guys could feel that way. I I did not know. I I I did not have problems with my dick. I just had problems with boundaries apparently. Like, which is that self knowledge is helpful because now whenever I'm in this situation, I get to be like, see that that was my decision. Okay. <laughs> but I might it might still have something to do with you. Um, I uh, that's irrelevant. I'm engaged. Um, I got engaged recently, which sucked. It was stressful. (laughs) It was stressful. Uh, I proposed to my girlfriend in a rainforest, which meant I spent a lot of money on a ring and then a lot of time worrying about losing it in a rainforest. I felt so irresponsible bringing a diamond into a jungle because all I could think about was all the people who worked so hard to take it out of one. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna be undoing all that work if I lose this little piece of shit diamond. Um, the diamond is, a stre- that's the stressful part because we argued about which one to get and when we, a lot. And when we finally settled on the one that she wanted, the ju- <laughs> The jeweler was like, "Well, it's a great choice. This diamond's actually conflict-free," and I was like, eh, "Not really. That's what you think. I happen to know there's a lot of conflict now surrounding this diamond." <laughs> she was chasing me around the apartment with a machete. Um, yeah, it was good. I mean, that's that's why it's stressful because you want it to be good. Like, I had I had this whole thing in my head memorized about what I was gonna say, but. Let me tell you, the moment I got down on one knee, that was the worst set of stand-up comedy I've ever done in my life. I just bombed for eight minutes straight. And I had tears rolling down her face. <laughs> not of joy, not of joy. Um, uh, shit, I don't know. Anyone like blaming their parents for their life? <laughs> it's fun, cause, and I realize that because... I went through a phase where I was like, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna take some responsibility for it. They were human, they're not perfect, and you know, I gotta own my faults. And that shit sucked. I, I felt like Atlas trying to hold the w- whole world up. I, when, once you just decide to start blaming your parents, it literally is like slipping into a hot jacuzzi. You're just like, fuck, yes, it's all their faults. Yes, oh, turn the jets on. Oh, maybe I was molested, oh, yes. Ah, oh, they never love me. <laughs> um. All right, I'm gonna end on getting molested. Goodbye, everybody.
1: <laughs>
0: Yay, Kyle Morsey! I am so covetous of your in and out cup. Uh, your next comedian, I believe he's here. Put your hands together for Sam Leon. Is Sam Leon here? Yes, he is! Okay, everybody put your hands together for Sam Leon! Yay! Yes,
14: I'm here, unfortunately, for you. Hello. So, uh... I'm having a pretty bad day. It's cold out. Bad dick day. And these uh, pants make my balls look fat. Uh, I don't know, I get nervous every time I get up here. you know, it reminds me of uh, being an altar boy, I think, the stage and all. I think I might get diarrhea, uh, which is the only way I would get out of being an altar boy. <laughs> My uh, priest said, uh, you have your period, go home. Um, so I'm doing well besides that. So, uh, yeah, which else should we talk about? um yeah i'm uh, I'm getting a divorce. My wife had enough of me Um it was great for me because about a week after I moved out of the house, my e d cleared up, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I can get a boner now. Um, yeah, I went to the doctor. I was a little surprised, and he said uh, he informed me that um uh, The leading cause of erectile dysfunction in men my age was my (laughs) ex-wife. So, yeah, I recently started dating. I'm on all the apps, Tinder, Facebook, 23andMe, which actually isn't a dating app unless you're in the South. Um, I did find out, though, I'm 25% Portuguese and uh, 69% homosexual. Yeah, I know, it doesn't add up. Um, but, you know, I found out, you know, for me, Amazon was the greatest dating app. Um, you know, I dated a girl and she didn't look like the picture and she was emotionally damaged, I could take her back easily. And just drop her off at Kohl's. Which was ironic, I, I, I met my current girlfriend at Nordstrom Rack. She's autistic. Super hot, but low functioning. Can't do math very well. Yeah, I think that's it. Thank you.
0: Put your hands together for Sam Liot, everyone. Math is hard, man. All right,
14: your next
0: comedian. He just shaved and he looks like a totally different person. Put your hands together for Kelly
15: Evans. Thank you, six people. All right. <laughs> wow, it fucking changed real quick. Um, whatever. Uh, I, uh, a lot of, you hear a lot of jokes about comics talking about how their uh, parents are disappointed in them because they do comedy, you know, which sucks, I guess. Uh, I think what sucks more though, is that my mom is proud of me for doing open mics. She's like, she's like, yeah, you're doing it. I'm like, you need to raise your standards, you know, like fucking serious. She's always asking me to do like jokes now for people. She's like, do one of your skits for Sally. Come on, do a skit. I'm like, I don't think they want to hear my jokes at grandpa's funeral, you know? It's not a good time, but okay, fuck it, all right. You guys ever done anal, huh? <laughs> anal? You guys, no? All right, I should leave. I should go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did heroin, uh, <laughs> not recently, no, it like, was a while ago, all right? We're good. I'm good now. I'm good. And, you know, there's a lot of information out there about heroin. You know, there's a lot. But most of it is bad. Nobody said nobody talks about how awesome it is because it is there's a reason why people do heroin. Don't do it. I'm just saying it is also it's amazing. All right. Like nothing else is that good. We're going to I'm just going to throw it out there. Okay, I love chocolate chip cookies. Fucking love them. They're amazing. Right. Uh, But if somebody was like, listen, if you want another chocolate chip cookie. You're going to have to suck this dick. I'd be like, oatmeal raisin for me, baby. All right? <laughs> oatmeal raisin. The fucking no cookie is that good to suck a dick for. I'm sorry. But heroin is. Heroin is. You know? You shouldn't. Don't do it. Unless you like sucking dick, then I guess it's a win-win. You know? It's a win-win for you. are like fucking heroin and dick. D- go. Bra- where's Brady? Get him in here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, uh, I, I. I moved from Texas like eight and a half years ago and uh, so so my family and I don't really see eye to eye on a lot of things like uh, I kind of be, I can be a little bit, I'm like semi-liberal, I'm more like, I don't know, centrist with some things, morally liberal and they're uh, fucking idiots you know. They're just (laughs) so dumb. They believe in QAnon and fucking, well my uncle doesn't think the moon landing was real. It's a lot of, it's a big bag of stupid, you know, mostly. (laughs) And so it's like, I just try to figure out ways to convince them of like my views, but I got to put it in their frame. Like I'm like, they're kind of like, well, I don't know about uh, these pro-life people. And I'm like, listen, man, a fetus is just breaking into a woman's pussy. You know, that's, I'm just saying it's an intruder. We need to execute it. You know, we need to (laughs) let them get into it. You know, electrocution, I don't know, whatever, a vacuum probably anyway, but yeah. So, anyway, I'm just trying to get them on my side. They're not into vaccines, obviously, and, uh, whatever, I am. I'm like, just fucking put it in me. I need to get out. All right, seriously, <laughs> Pfizer, Moderna, j and J. I don't give a shit if KSC has one. I'll take it, all right? <laughs> Serious, like, fucking, if it's FDA approved or CDC approved or BT, or, let the BBWs get in on it, too. All right? Let them throw in their opinion. I don't give a shit. I just want to leave my house, all right? Like, I have roommates. They live above me. They fuck at 1 p.m. They're so loud. They're great at it. Good for them. I'm happy. But I have ADD, all right? I get distracted easily. I need to get out, all right? I will march on the Capitol. Um, <laughs> All right, I'll finish on this one thing. Uh, it's it's a little longer than it should be, but that's fine. Uh, so I was watching a uh, like a cringe video. I love cringe videos. My friend showed me the stand-up comic. He's from Florida. He's got a Southern accent. He's on stage. He's like doing his whole set in the Florida accent, you know, like real panhandle accent. And then this woman gets really upset and then like charges him on stage. And he switches to a Jamaican patois. He's like, "Oh, Lord of Mercy, boy," and it's just like. Yeah, it's a little fucked up, right? But what if that's his fear response, you know? Right? What if that was all of our fear responses? We just do a really racist accent, you know? Someone's like, give me all your money. I'm like, I don't have any money. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's my time. Thanks, guys.
1: Yay.
15: Kelly
0: Evans, everybody. That was great. All right, moving right along. Your next comedian, put your hands together for Carvin. Yay.
16: Big Big town Big Mac notorious B.I.G. small Smallville just want to try it out see that if I could get some laughs there um all right. Uh, I think things need to be the right size. Um, otherwise it's kind of weird. Like when you go to a dentist's office and you go into a lobby and you see this giant white shiny tooth, makes me a little uncomfortable. I don't trust those dentists because if you have like a, some healthy teeth, you ideally don't want to remove that. You do want to keep that in there. So I don't trust those dentists. I feel instead of putting those, like, big, glossy, big pieces of teeth in the lobby, they should put, like, the really ugly teeth to show that they have, like, you know, saved some people, make it, like, a big game photo that people have and post on Instagram The dentists are posting on the side with, like, instead of a rifle, a little, like, dentist stick with, you know, the mirror, and then they'll say, uh, suction, and then the dental assistant will come out from the side and have their, like, little suction thing and go... And so I got the copay and shh, the deductible too. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't like uh, dentists. Um, recently, I went to, I met up with a couple of friends. They got a turtle. Turtles are very cool, very small, very ugly. Um, I learned they don't actually change in how they look, they just get bigger or smaller. Um, so it's kind of like a Benjamin's button situation. Uh, it's kind of weird. As a couple, though, They've committed to this turtle. Um, they've committed to this turtle that can live a hundred years. <laughs> which is a really big commitment. Like I, I can't even commit to, like showing up to these open mics that get booked out within 30 minutes, right? Um, as you guys probably face today. Um, but you know, it's one thing to like figure out who gets the dog after a breakup, but it's another thing when you have a turtle that you've got to figure out who you're going to will away to when they outlive you and your grandkids, right? Yeah, it's like those relatives in photos, in those family photos, where you put them in there, you try really hard to like talk to them at family gatherings because, you know, they won't last until the next Christmas. And then they keep lasting till the next one and the next one. And for decades and decades, that's turtles. They're, they're really ugly creatures. Horrendous, horrendous. Um, I think that's good for me. All right, thank you,
1: <laughs>
0: Corbin, Everyone loves turtles. I only love teenage mutant ninja turtles. Your next comedian, keep your hands a clapping, everybody. It's Camuel Baldwin. Yay!
12: Thank you, appreciate that. Um, I'm Hey, man, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm talking about how ma- I've been maturing over the past couple of years and whatnot. And you like talking. So like for the past couple of years, I- I've been really like mindful about like me growing up as a person. And um, I've learned to like accept the things that I can't control and to let go of the things that I. Well, no, I fucked that up. I want to let go of the things that I can't control and accept the things that I can't. And like, it became very clear to me once I had, um, I got to a fight with an escort in the back of an Uber pool. <laughs> but like, before I tell you that story, I wanna talk about this story about how I witnessed um, a kangaroo threesome in um, Australia. So I was in, a, I was in Australia and we get off the plane and then we get into a, um, a taxi. And the first thing I learned like about Australia from an Australian. Now imagine this in an Australian accent. We like we t- we tell him we're going to our hotel, and then we're like, so like, what can you tell us about Australia? You know, what I'm saying I was like we're visiting, I'm like, obviously. So like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to, trying to figure out what's going on. First thing he says to me, now imagine this in an Australian accent. He goes, well, most of the koala bears have chlamydia, and they're fucking vicious, and they will gouge your eyes out. <laughs> And, um, but for the most part, they're docile because they stay doped up off eucalyptus leaves all day. All koalas bears do is sleep, shit, eat, and fuck. And for 60 bucks, you can get a picture taken with one at at the local kangaroo sanctuary. And as he said, I was like, yes. After we drop our stuff off at the hotel, take us to this kangaroo sanctuary. So we're in the kangaroo sanctuary and uh, we had this guide and we see these two kangaroos, like, hopping, like, majestically, like, around the perimeter of the, of the enclosure, right? And eventually, like, he tells us, like, okay, they're in heat right now, this is their mating season and whatnot, and he's basically, there's a, there's a male kangaroo chasing a female kangaroo, and he's trying to get some ass. So as they come around the enclosure, like, the female, like, we were in a group, and the female, like, slowly, majestically, like, hop passes our group, and we see her pass. And then, like, a couple seconds later, the male, hopping majestically past our group and as he gets to where our group was like I'm standing in the middle of the group and I see the kangaroo as he's hopping towards the female he looks at our group he sticks his tongues out and then he winks at us and then he goes back and immediately mounts the female (laughs) but the thing is though like when he passed our group he was looking and winking at fucking me and I'm like what the like, I'm like? don't do that to me, bro. Like, don't don't bring me into yo, like your weird like like trouble. I'm not trying to be like part of this fucking kangaroo three so I'm Like, why would you fucking do that to me? Like, I felt so fucking disrespected, right? But like, I felt kind of honored too at the same time, kinda, like, I kind of respected that. But like, he kind he saw me, be like, yo, bro, watch this. I'm like, nigga, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> I appreciate that. <it. laughs> That's my time. I'm Camille Ball. I appreciate it.
0: Samuel Baldwin. Everyone likes to watch kangaroos fucking. Your next comedian, I'm super excited to bring him up to the stage. Clap your hands together for Trevor Whedon!
17: Sorry, my face looks like this. Um, uh, so, I, I found my old microphone. Um, this isn't me being a fresh open micer, just like, oh, I brought a new one. Uh, I was in a band before, and uh, we were kind of like The Who. Um, not so much music-wise. Uh, our drummer died of an overdose. <laughs> Sad, right? <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, does anyone like Call of Duty? Call of Duty, they just came out with a new one. Yeah, got one. Yeah, I, I don't like talking to people either. Um, yeah, I like Call of Duty. You know who really likes Call of Duty is Alec Baldwin uh, because I heard he challenged Helena Hutchins to a 1v1 on Rust. It turns out he won. He shot and killed someone, that's it. Uh, next. Did you guys see that um, Johnny Cash biopic? Uh, it's called Walk the Line. I really think it should be called Need for Speed. No? God damn. <laughs> he had an addiction to speed. Anyway, next one. Astroworld. Anyone know what that is? It's the Travis Scott Music Festival. Uh, made headlines recently um, because... Excuse me. Uh, because eight people died, 11 people or more got injured due to the fans just rushing the stage when he went on stage. Uh, and people were just getting trampled all over the place. And there's also reports of some random dude uh, sticking people with drugs in it with a needle. Um, before I make these puns, um, I'm going to assume like maybe one of you know Travis Scott music, but uh, I'll just go with it. Um, but yeah, I think rather than this gentleman being a bad person sticking people with drugs, I think he was just a big fan of Travis Scott saying, here... These are drugs you should try, which left a lot of people go in sicko mode, and I really hope the uh, medical tent had the antidote. But, you know, hearing this news, it just gave me goosebumps. <laughs> Thank you, yeah, I know, I wrote that today. Uh, I'll leave on this one. Uh, so I was sleeping the other day. Anyone do that? Uh, I, I also had a dream. And uh, I was at a Seven Eleven, 11 got a taquito there, and then uh, dropped it on the ground uh, of this disgusting city floor sidewalk with gum, hair, poop. Um, and after I dropped it, I just kept on eating it, which disgusts me because uh, I'm a germaphobe. Uh, I washed my hands so much that I gave myself eczema. That's how much of a germaphobe I am. So I woke up in a fright, like, ah, oh, God. Good thing it was just a dream, which is funny because two weeks later, I uh, went, I was skipping merrily in the tenderloin, uh, as you would, and um, stopped at a 7-Eleven, ordered a taquito, took a bite out of it, dropped it on the ground, and kept eating it because... Before being a germaphobe, I'm a dream follower, everyone. And I'm also cheap. (laughs) Thank you.
0: Trevor Whedon, following his dreams. Fantastic, Your next comedian. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Darren
2: Busing.
3: At my age, no one cares what I look like anymore, so I get to just give up. It is wonderful. I can slap on some cargo shorts, nice and beige, not remotely shaped like the human body. I can do a Macarena self-grope whenever I I lose my keys. Hell yeah, surrender looks good on me. This dude knows what I'm talking about. You look like you know a lot about giving up. (laughs) How about after the show we go to Costco and talk fashion? (laughs) So my wife Susan and I, we've been married for uh, redacted years now. So we're trying different things in the bedroom to, you know, spice things up a little bit. We've learned a lot. Like we're both really allergic to cayenne pepper. No know a lot of you have burned your tongue in a hot pocket, but not like I have. So, instead we went to go to the good vibrations. Got to say, most of that stuff is not our speed. Anal beads, you expect me to put these inside the mother of my children? We were raised to respect one-way streets. And what is pulling them out going to accomplish except to remind me that I have to mow my lawn? So, I said, okay, you guys, we've got to start you guys slow. Why don't you try this little game called Sexy Six? It's simple, you throw six dice and smash together whatever body parts show up. Word of advice, don't start with the Cirque du Soleil edition, not unless you have a very discreet chiropractor. Thankfully, they took a mercy on us, they let us exchange that game for the AARP version of the dice game. Turns out if you replace fisting with missionary and a couple of dice, you suddenly have much better odds on the cum line. Kids now know not to be alarmed whenever mom yells, So, I've had trouble with insomnia for quite a few years. No segues here. Uh, I've tried a lot of programs. They all say what's important is to simply relax. Just make these 12 changes to your everyday life. First, no caffeine after noon. I'm reduced to herbal teas. It sucks. I have a chamomile bag that literally says, keep five minutes while thinking peaceful thoughts. Blow me, I need liquid will to live. This cup of hot hay water can fuck right off. I don't want to get trolled by a teabag, I'd rather get teabagged by a troll. No alcohol for four hours before bed. Those are the best drinking hours, am I right? What are we supposed to do, knock these back at our day jobs? Sorry boss, doctor's orders. There's so many rules you gotta go to bed at the same time every night, but only if you're really tired. Write down in a diary how much you're awake in the middle of the night, but don't stare at the clock. Oh yeah, and remember to meditate. I'm sorry, in the middle of this foot long to do list. Did you forget the part about doing nothing for fifteen minutes? Sucks to be you, you're gonna be up all night again and no looking at the phone at night. That blue light'll fuck you up. Where do you think I keep track of all this shit? My checklist is on here. My sleep diary is on here. My goddamn meditation app is on here. You know what, if you're an Amish insomniac, you've already tried all of this. You're fucked. Just give up and throw yourself under a horse. Feeling good, San Francisco? All right, one last question. If you drink your stepsister's breast milk, does that make it half and half? Oh, don't you turn sour on me too. All right, that's my time, thanks.
0: Yay, Darren Busing, everyone Namaste Alright, your next comedian She just ran in the door from the outside She is moist Put your hands together for. Ten- I didn't mean that for that to be Like I thought it was going to be gross But then when it came out of my mouth I was like, Pam, you shouldn't say things like that She's probably still wearing a midriff uh, Put your hands together, everybody For Denise Lee, Yay
18: Food cake, very moist. Um, hello. Uh, hi, I'm Denise. Ooh, that was that was the floor. That was not anything else. There was a little. Just saying, just saying. Um, anyway, uh, I'm Denise. I'm an immigrant to the Bay Area. Um, I come from a foreign country far away, which is, as you can probably tell, now let's say it all together: Texas. <laughs> Uh, I was born and raised in Texas, so when I first moved out to California, I was so freaked out by all the weird shit I saw, right? Like, uh, people were eating salads. Uh, <laughs> like, men walking down Castro Street naked, and women were making decisions about what to do with their own bodies. It was, it was nuts. It's crazy, like, vegetables and the ability to get an abortion at the same time. That's a, a lot to take in for a Monday, right? Uh, anyway, people, people often ask, you know, like, what was it like growing up in Texas? Like, you know, like, what were your parents like? And, and honestly, like, they were pretty assimilated. Like, my dad was definitely a bit of an Asian redneck. Uh, he did not know this. But, yeah, he drove a pickup truck, and he also had a very large, or he still has a very large, like, uh, rifle rifle collection for hunting Um, it's confusing though because he's never gone hunting before and I know he doesn't keep all these guns for self-defense because he doesn't own any bullets (laughs) his hobby is buying these rifles on ebay and then looking at the same rifles at base pro Shop for full price and then making fun of all the white people (laughs) who buy them for that much. And he's like, oh my God, Texas rednecks, they'll believe anything. And then he turns up the volume on Fox News and then just combs his (laughs) mullet. I don't know. I mean, I think it'd be better, I don't know why he couldn't pick, like, a more useful item to collect. Like, at this point, his rifles are basically just, like, large sticks if someone invaded our home, right? Uh, we were very frugal growing up, and I know this because once, our home did get burglarized. Yeah, like, a bunch of a bunch of robbers came, and um, they really picked the wrong house because they didn't find anything of value to take. Like the most they took was like some of my mom's jewelry, right, and she was devastated. It was like uh, her jade bracelets and her like gold necklaces. And she was just like, do you know how hard it is to find knockoff jewelry that looks this real these days? (laughs) They don't make them like that in New York Chinatown anymore, you know? Uh, My dad, meanwhile, was all upset because they did not touch his hunting rifle collection at all. He kept telling the policeman, like, oh my god, these people do not have good taste. And the policeman was like, yeah, liberals, am I right? Um, And then the policeman rode off on his horse. Um, Okay, last thing, let's see how this one goes. Um, I tried Brussels sprouts for the first time in California. Brussels sprouts are so avant-garde, right? Like, I imagine one day an opportunistic chef was like, you know what would be edgy? If we cut up all these cabbage fetuses in half, roast the shit out of them in balsamic vinegar, and sell them above market value so people think it's fancy, like the veal of cruciferous vegetables. (laughs) All right, that one's okay. All right, I've been Denise. Thank you.
0: Yay, Denise. I just like the word cruciferous. That's great, cruciferous vegetables, like broccoli and kale. Uh, Denise Lee, yay! Your next comedian. Had a really great set of punchline last night. Put your hands together, everybody, for Pete Palmer.
19: Oh, all right, there we go. We're doing it. We're, we're I need to be healthier. I'm uh, not, not very healthy, uh, my older brother's way healthier than me. Uh so I'm trying to get on like he just he's vegan now. He switched to vegan recently. But he thinks it's annoying to tell people that he's vegan. He doesn't like the way that he sounds it. So if somebody ever like asks him if he if he's vegan, he corrects them and he says, actually I'm plant-based. Um, which is interesting because that's way more annoying. So <laughs> <laughs> not sure if that was the goal, but uh, you know, I guess can't escape being annoying. Uh It's, it's, uh, I I think it's, I I, I really get pissed off when, like, I think nowadays there's a lot of, like, straight white guys who are like, it's so hard to be a straight white guy now. And it's like, is it? There's nothing you can't do, you know? There's not, you're good to fucking do whatever. And it's also, like, there's been so many social movements in the past 20 years that have, like, benefited me directly, like, as a straight white guy who's, like, kind of a piece of shit. Like when I was a senior in high school, they started the, like the first social movement I can remember. They were like, "Free the nipple," and I was like, "Free the nipple?" <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I guess I'm a social justice warrior now. So <laughs> <laughs> I've been in prison for far too long. I've been supporting this movement my entire fucking life. I didn't even realize. Hell yeah! And then, and then when I was, I'm from Washington State, and when I was 21, I turned 21. And they legalized weed for people who were 21 and older that same year, which is, like, fucking amazing. Like, I got caught smoking weed on Christmas Eve, and it was totally chill. If that had happened, like, a year before, I would have been on all kinds of naughty lists. But it was chill. I was just, like, smoking weed outside. My mom came out, and she's like, what are you doing? And I was kind of cool with it. I'm just like, I'm just having a little Christmas tree, you know? <laughs> and she was like, well, guess you're an adult. <laughs> but you should know your eyes are redder than Rudolph's nose right now. So, <laughs> all right, cool. That wasn't good. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I was like, maybe I you can only do one Christmas reference before everyone's like, fucking chill on the Christmas references. Okay. Uh, and then and then they just keep going. Like, then, like when I graduated college, um, they started the movement that was like, sex work is real work. Sex work is real work. And on that one, I was like, all right, maybe tone it back a bit. Like there's only so much social progress that I can – Afford. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already donating to this women's charity called OnlyFans. Like, <laughs> I can't. I'll I'll go to a parlor if I have to, but I I'd rather rather not be a financial ally in this situation. <laughs> I uh, I I live with I got a three I got three roommates. Got a good roommate situation. Our roommates it's uh, three guys one girl. Three guys one girl. Whenever people hear that, they're like, oh, three guys one girl. Three guys that that one girl. She just she must be really chill. Uh. It's like, hey, you ever consider that maybe the three of us are just super clean and considerate, huh, huh, huh? Because like we're not, but <laughs> neither is she, so it works out. Works out. We uh, we we uh, we call our, our apartment the Beef House. We have a good time. Uh, <laughs> we used to have jellyfish. We had a little jellyfish tank because uh, all four of us like uh, to get peed on, so. <laughs> We got the non-stinging kind, but we kept that to ourselves, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I, our apartment's kind of messy, but I'm chill with it, you know? I like having a messy apartment. It means that, like, you're comfortable with each other. You're, like, good friends. It means that, like, you know, you ever go to someone's apartment, they got a bunch of roommates, and it's just spotless? They hate each other. Whatever friendship they have going there is one spilled Easy Mac away from total collapse. At my apartment, I one time put a hole in the ceiling, and everyone was chill with it. I, I, like, in my defense, we used to have a pool table, so it's, you know, more reasonable. I feel like if you hear someone put a hole in the ceiling and there wasn't a pool table, they're like, they definitely have a drinking problem. But then if you hear that the apartment had a pool table, they're like, oh, yeah, no, they probably have a drinking problem. Uh, okay. Um <laughs> I, I I hate going to these clean apartments. I hate I feel on edge. I don't feel comfortable in like a clean apartment. You mean a messy apartment. I hate walking these apartments it's so many in San Francisco, these crate and barrel ass places you walk up and is some guy's like, Oh, hey, uh name's Jacob, nice to meet you. Oh, shoes off house. And it's like hey, if if you're if you're not yeah, yeah I know. Uh, if you're not <laughs> I got one last fucking. If you're not Asian and you're a shoot-off house, that's cultural appropriation. I'm sorry, and I don't usually stand against microaggressions, but I do when they inconvenience me. So okay, cool. Thanks, guys.
0: Yay! Pete bomber everyone, hooray, huzzah! All right, we have a couple comics left, and we have plenty of time. It's really great. Your next comedian. It's good to see him back on the scene. Put your hands together for Nick Hulk. Yay!
13: Thank you. Can you hear me? Wasn't actually. Oh, Kate okay, is working. Excellent. Yeah, thank you. Um, I was thinking the other day that I'm glad I'm glad that I'm not bisexual because then I would feel uncomfortable around every gender, and right now I at least have my straight guy safe space. Like, if I'm at a bar, I try to talk to like three girls. Strike out with all of them. There'll be a group of dudes at the bar, and I don't know them, they don't know me, but I can just go up to them and be like, dude, what are the odds every girl in here is a lesbian tonight? They're like, dude, we were just talking about that. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, hey, do you like sports? I do like sports. Do you guys think hot girls are hot? Hot girls are so hot. (laughs) Bam. Just like that, grooms in his wedding. Straight guy friendships are so simple, the best. Where's Brady left? I think Brady said I looked uh, entitled, which I think is fair. I think I have kind of like resting do-you-know-who-my-father-is face. (laughs) Uh, I'm pretty white. Uh, Grew up in the the cul-de-sac jungles of Pleasanton (laughs) nearby. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and I'm very white, and I feel like it gives me there's like some white, some white knowledge that uh, that maybe other races could use. Like, like there are certain songs that white people, especially white people my age, will always sing, and I think that could come in handy. Like, if the great race war ever breaks out, and you're not white and you get chased into an alley by a couple of white people, all you got to do is just go like one, two. One, two, three, coming out of my cage and I've been doing just fine. And all, immediately all of them will drop their tiki torches and be like, "Gotta gotta be down because I want it all. And then, and you can just make your way out of there. You could even come back a minute later they're gonna be doing dirty dancing moves like jealousy turning saints into the sea. <laughs> yeah hoping some of my, actually there aren't too many white people in here. I was hoping some of them might feel the call, <laughs> join in on that. Um, didn't really have many ideas aside from that. Uh, I saw, I saw, okay I was in the park and I saw a dude maybe homeless, but clearly on a lot of drugs, just passed out on a bench, drooling on it. And I was like, I should dedicate that bench to a loved one. <laughs> you ever see those benches? And I'm just like, why? Why would you ever, Who, who's that for? Who wants that dedicated, like to be them once they're dead? Fresh idea. <laughs> 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 I had an idea for it, but it's all right, we'll just keep going with it. The only way that makes sense is if it was for, no, this is stupid, I'm gonna tap out. (laughs) Thank you. Put
0: your hands together, everyone, for Nick Hulk. yay! He's back on the scene, that was very funny. Oh good, Ernest made it. Put your hands together for your next comedian, everybody, Michael Bonds, (laughs) woo!
2: Wow, thanks for that uh, rendition of you can't be any whiter. That's the, I appreciate that. If you were any more whiter, they'd be able to spread you across a piece of bread, I'm tr- I'm telling you, man. That was some pretty white shit right there, man. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Uh, I've been going on Instagram. Anybody go on Instagram? Instagram people around here, man? You know, you see people just try to, like, domesticate these lions and tigers and shit, man. Got them in their house and shit, chilling with them and shit, man. You know what I mean? Ain't that some crazy shit? I'm ready for a tiger to just eat one of these motherfuckers, right? Right on. the I'm just, That's what I'm ready for, you know? Because they be thinking they be fucking with these lions and tigers. You ever seen somebody that had a lion in their house in their living room playing with the motherfucker like he was a little cat or something? Ain't hey, that some crazy shit? You know? And it's not even a white dude that's doing it. You know? it's, like, it's like it's like a dude from like India or Pakistan doing that shit. I'm like, wow, he's pretty fucking brave, you know? Shit, man. I'm just waiting for the tiger or the lion to just be like, you know what? I'm hungry. Fuck this guy anyway uh anybody go over to the laundromat lately you guys are laundromat people in here you you don't look like you're a laundromat guy you're you're a laundromat person you go to laundromat no okay okay because i went to the laundromat yesterday you know i haven't been to the laundromat in a while you know because before my my ex-wife was doing my laundry for me so now i got to go by myself and first of all i'll say this don't go to the laundromat high as fuck right don't do that right don't smoke weed and go do your laundry that's not okay you know Cause you just might fuck up, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, know? you just might fuck up, you know. And then second of all, there is a such thing as a bad fucking laundromat. You know what I'm saying? There is, man. You ever put I was so fucking high the other day, I went in the laundromat and put six dollars in the damn machine and realized ten minutes later that the motherfucker wasn't even working. I was like, damn, I can't smoke weed before laundry. <laughs> I'm sitting there, I'm pressing all the buttons and shit, I'm sitting there, staring at the motherfucker high as fuck for 10 minutes, okay, it's gonna move any second now, y'all, just stay the fuck away, it's gonna move any second now, you know, and after that, 10 or 15 minutes, I realized I was some good ass weed, you know what I'm saying (laughs) fuck the clothes, I was some good ass fucking weed, man, shit you know but life's good, you know, life's good, I, I told you earlier, I do go on Instagram and check out, you know, videos and shit like that, and one of the craziest things I've been looking at lately is food porn. You guys know what that shit is? Food porn? You don't know what food porn is, man? Let me tell you something. When you open up your phone, look, she's like, I know what it is. <laughs> you, you're a little too happy about that one. <laughs> yeah! Oh, shit. <laughs> Calm down over there. <laughs> no, it's, but you know, when you go on your phone and you open a motherfucker up and you're watching a macaroni and cheese being made and shit, you know what I mean? It's like they try to do some mixtapes to this shit. They throw a Drake song onto this shit, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to hear Drake when I'm watching a macaroni and cheese being made, you know? But the cold part is that shit is sexy as a motherfucker, ain't it? (laughs) I've never seen sexy food in my life, you know? I was like, damn, I'm going to jack off to this shit. (laughs) Anyway, food porn is crazy, though, people. Food porn is crazy. I'm going to leave y'all with this. Uh, San Francisco, we got any uh, pot smokers in the house? Clap it up. Okay. We got any police officers in the house? Okay. I just might make that clear before I talk about this next joke, you know? No, but actually, that's on my bucket list, man. I actually want to walk up to a cop one day in San Francisco while smoking a highly-powered joint and ask the officer for directions. You know what I'm saying? Like, excuse me, officer. I seem to be lost. <laughs> you know what I mean? I seem to be lost. I'm hitting this weed, a little this legal marijuana, a little too hard, and I need some directions, officer. Do you mind getting your hand off your gun for me? Thank you, sir. Hey y'all, that's been my time. I'm Mike Bonds.
0: Yay, Mike Bonds. Hooray. That good new joke at the end. I haven't heard that before. Uh clap your hands together for your next comedian, Ernest
2: Evangelista. Yeah. Come on, shake the bank, do whatever it takes.
20: Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up, y'all? Can you hear me? Cool. Uh my sorry, my voice is hoarse. I was at the Travis Scott concert. It was pretty lit. <laughs> it's pretty lit cause everyone died in the hellfire hey guys um, can you hear me yeah. ok uh, on to lighter topics let's talk about abortion guys how do you guys feel about all the abortions that are not happening in Texas what you what you feel about that <laughs> Okay, whatever. You don't want to find a solution to it? Okay. You know who I blame this on? Joe Rogan. Not because of his politics, but ever since Joe Rogan moved to Texas, a lot of douchey celebrity liberals moved to Texas. Am I right, guys? It wasn't the right type of celebrity. You know who would have been the best celebrity for that? David Blaine. (laughs) Think about this. Think about this. Sir, i seen David Blaine pull the ace of spades out of a man's mouth. Imagine what he could do with the embryo. Think about it. (laughs) Think about it. Miss, miss, miss. You say you're pregnant? Check your pockets. (laughs) Check your pockets. Right now, check your pockets. What is that? That's an embryo. Mind freak. Okay, I was working on that. I don't know. Um. Let me talk about um, other topics. Who hears grandparents are still alive? Some of them. <laughs> Lucky, all mine's are dead. Shout out to COVID. Um, no, 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 It wasn't COVID. It was it was Trump. Um, okay, one. My she died 2017. Don't worry, guys. But you know, one of the last things my grandma did right before she died. Vote for Trump, and I was like, Grandma, she's on her deadbed dying from like COVID before, but it's 2017, it's crazy. <laughs> Always ahead of the courage Grandma. Okay, um, but she's like coughing, she's like, <coughs> and I was like, Grandma, why did you vote for Trump? Don't you know he's going to take away your Obamacare and like create a healthcare system where COVID is moving around? So I told her this in 2017, and she was like, Yes. That's what I voted for. I want to die. You're a bad uh, grandson, and you're bad at comedy. So, was she wrong? No. <laughs> also, she says I act too black. Um, I mean, I'm pretty. I'm pretty black, guys. I have a baby mama. I have a biracial baby. He's half black, half Filipino. Originally, I want to name him Pacquiao. Tupac would have been a cool name. He's like a boxer and a rapper and he sings karaoke. All right, guys, I will let you guys go. Have a good night.
1: Yeah, that's
0: an incredibly funny joke, Check Your Pockets. No, it was. I like that very much. That was rad, Ernest. Everyone should go see Ernest, or they should go be a part of Ernest's amazing new open mic at Gestalt on 16th Street. It's really great. And it starts at 8, which means you can go to my open mic first. <laughs> and then you can go to his open mic. So, and tomorrow, actually... Oh, not tomorrow? Oh, okay, not tomorrow. Oh, I got the only game in time. No, not the only. There's a lot of them. No, but tomorrow, at, there's actually 12 presales of free tickets, which is nuts. So there's actually going to be real people tomorrow at OMG. I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. That... So well, that two for one drink special, I didn't even know about. I've been drinking seven dollar beers every Tuesday there. I could have been getting wasted for like. That's going on for years. I know, and I never knew. That's because they can't. I mean, why is it? It's a beautiful place. Why is it empty? That's what I. Was... I didn't know about the two for one, and I've been going there, and I didn't know. Okay, <laughs> I wanted. I just wanted to talk. I just wasted time. I'm sorry, I wasted your time, but I wanted to. I just wanted to run my vegan jokes. Okay, cool. Are you a vegan? I am Yeah, no, that was great like vegans. I, I don't hate vegans. I actually really like vegans I'm I'm really fond of them like I go home at night and finger my butthole and think about interesting ways to f- save them Because I you know I perseverate I think about it. I feel terrible for them. They don't eat cheese Cashew cheese is not cheese. It does not melt and if I had to choose between sex or cheese for the rest of my life I'm hundred percent going cheese. So how can any vegan ever be happy? Like they must just be so miserable and wrinkled I'm just like let me help you. So I Want to I just they confuse me because I don't understand they eat bread. I fed bread to a vegan the other day I did and I was like, you're a vegan. You eat bread? And they said, oh, yeah. And it was like, but wait a minute. I bake bread all the time. And you take yeast, and it's dormant. Right? And then you put it in a bowl, and you feed it. You make it alive. You put it water, and you give it a little sugar, a little bit of milk. A little, And then you get, make it alive. And it burps and farts. And then you make it into your dough, and, you, and then it, it burps and farts in the dough. You enslave it to make your dough rise, and then you... Hurt on the oven and you murder entire cultures. <laughs> Bread is some Nazi shit, bro. Bread is some McVeans. <laughs> <like, "V> <laughs> They're crazy. No, I won't, I used to be a nanny, and I wouldn't nanny for anyone unless they had at least five kinds of cheeses in their cheese drawer. Like, I'd just, like, walk right into the kitchen and be like, uh-huh, the baby, and the, and, and the schedule, uh-huh. Nine cheeses? Nine kinds of cheeses? Yes, I'm taking the job. There's nine? I didn't mean to be doing a German thing. I don't, Germans eat. Thank you. But I want to feed them. I want them to eat real food. So I thought that what I could do is uh, I could use my body the way it got intended, not to birth a baby, because gross, uh, but to milk my breasts, right? Because it's 100% consent-based milk, and I can turn it into cheese to save the vegans. Vegans breastfeed their children, and that's what I'm supposed to say. It's 100% consent-based milk. I gave you the punchline too early. But the thing is, I eat and smoke so much marijuana that when we pump my titties, 22% fat. To make that cheese, you know, it's going to melt. It's be so smooth. Right? But I can make TH cheese. And then the, thank you. And then, yeah, but then the question becomes, can I get high off my own supply? Can I finally reach Reed's singularity? Okay, I did exactly four minutes. Yay me. Um, Thank you all for being here. Was there any, there was like, it seemed like there might have been one other comic, but they didn't show, and so... um, Everybody clap it up for Chad. Chad. He's been running the ones and twos all night. He's training. He's gonna have a new show. Thank you all so much for staying. This is super great, and um, please come to OMG tomorrow night. Um, I like I produce shows six nights a week now, which is stupid, and I have no idea why I'm doing. It. I'm like I'm gonna die soon, so I'm just gonna make it faster <laughs> by working harder. But so there's OMG Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Asiento at 7:30. First and third Thursdays at the Bar on Dolores, but I just picked up Emperor Norton's Booze Land and we're going to do that this week. It's the first one, 11-11, so please come support. And um, all the shows are free. It's really just about bringing business to local businesses that got fucked from COVID. So, go to Emperor Norton's, buy some booze, and I'll see you guys all soon. Yay! (laughs)
21: Mutiny Radio. FM has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat.
0: <laughs> it's coming soon, the 6th annual mutiny radio comedy festival six venues twenty-four shows seven days seventy-five comics from all over the United States at amazing local venues Haciento, Atlas Cafe, El Rio, Milk Bar, OMG and The Bar on Dolores, special headliner shows at El Rio, Thursday night, 7 and 9 o'clock, featuring Scott Capuro, headliner, amazing comedian. Also, Andy Iwancio out of Seattle, here for the 6th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. All tickets are $10, except the headlining show, which are 20 You can find all of the shows on Mutiny Radio's Eventbrite. Reserve them now. And don't miss out, 2021, the 6th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival.
3: Black
21: Block, a novel about protest from Sanjuro, a sample. The walk from Union Square to the bar is a long way for a drink so you want a few stopovers. You get warmed up at Lefty O'Doul's, an old-time tavern with memorabilia and a menu from another century. Then a market street dive to rub elbows with the hoy polloi. Next is a Folsom Leather Bar. The dark, goth soundtrack is a refreshing change from the usual jukebox anthems, but you must avert your eyes lest you observe gentlefolk in flagrante. That means fucking. Tonight, none of these places are open unless looters are broken in. The city is shut down because of the riots. Thank you. Find me at sandrorider.com, and Black Block is on Amazon. You ever want to be like in front of an audience, like, other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants?
5: Oh shit. from time to time I've given it a thought of two. You
21: know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes and they ain't even going to be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the mutant radius. Yahoo. Four ninety-nine.
8: L S D Fap. Acid and Fapping, Fapping and Acid, Acid and Fapping, Fapping and Acid, Fap, 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 Acid. Thank you. That song is called Acid and Fapping.
21: Comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at PamTastics deep in the Mission
1: District.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Bug Out Square. It's uh, it's Tuesday. It's six o'clock. It's um,
14: uh, it's windy, and it's warm. It's kind of. It's scary out there right now. Have you seen
22: that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've been hearing his name all over the land. Hey, this weekend, on
14: Buckhouse Square. Uh, what do I got yeah. going on? I got uh, sh- a... <laughs> <man>. <laughs> you kidding me. Um well uh Phil Spector died. Um and they it's like Phil Spector, you know, music producer convicted murderer. Yeah. Well he's dead. So uh I got some Phil Spector influence stuff, just a few. Um got a ton of contributors, put out a, a thing, so we're gonna do a lot of uh, a lot of that as well. So, uh, thanks for doing what you got to do to do. This is uh, Mutiny Radio. Yeah, in full effect. Stormy days, we
22: pass the time away Sleeping in some good warm place Man, come along and we give him a little race Was that a vigilante man? Preacher Casey was just a working man, and he said, Unite all you working men, kill him in the river. Some strange man was that, a vigilante man. no tenderness like fall in your fingertips.
1: You're trying